0: what's up baby welcome to the refrag this is a show where we talk about esports and we give our hottest takes well i do Scooter's here to make sure i calm the fuck down every time i do this shit and today we'll be talking about valorant because a lot of things have happened this past week in valorant for example masters 2 in Reykjavik, uh sends being signed as well as finding out who the best region is in valorant and it's not EU, baby! It's not EU! EU is <laughs> so sadly I, going home. EU is definitely going home. So, yeah. So, we're going to start off with talking about Masters 2. And I, outside of the technical issues, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fantastic display of all the regions. And on top of that, a lot of personalities from all the regions were were being displayed. But Iceland ended with Sandals not dropping a map. The closest was, like, Fnatic taking them to overtime, but they still won 3-0. How do you feel about that?
1: Ah, man. I expected that to be a lot closer. Fnatic had looked solid throughout. Yeah. Especially against, like, Liquid. And I don't know. I mean, it is a 3-0. Like, it is the grand final. At least we got to see three maps. That's the advantage of a best five series. But, ah, man. I expected it to be at least a, like a 3-2 for somebody.
0: Man, it, it was it was uh it was kind of like that was the most competitive match outside of the first round. And it it, it was kind of sad because when you got to l- l- lower's bracket like it was all like washes up until like oh, yeah. maybe we maybe V1 and, and New Turn. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, and and, Fana- yeah. and that's the thing, Fnatic that's such like such huge momentum that I thought yeah. it would be so much closer but I just yeah, pull, they just couldn't pull it out.
0: Yeah, Bolster can Bolster can uh, can can sneak one by, and I guess Shazam manages to win to win another uh, to win another Masters event. And honestly, they didn't drop a map. They looked impressive. Everybody on that team looked amazing. Sick was popping off finally after the second round. Uh, Shazam had his crazy moments in that final uh, Grand Finals, and like it's it's just and tens. Tens is the MVP and we got we have to talk about tens, right? Tens is Tens literally showed up and he was like, hey, land doesn't bother me. Uh, and he doesn't need to switch his mice or his sensitivity every ten seconds. Like, hey, it's crazy. So like tell me, what do you think about tens? Because you come from a CSGO background and you know that you know a little bit more about tens than I do in, in terms of like his FPS background. So
1: like like everybody knows, tens is always doesn't matter what he's playing he could be playing roblox his aim is insane and he dropped i think it was a 30 bomb every game against yeah. Fnatic, bar one where i think he was 28 kills i think he was two kills off of another 30 bomb and c- come on i mean at that yeah. point he deserves the trophy like he, they won that from his performance alone and then shazam stepped up as well and you know it's you know you can't you can't really take it away from Sentinels when they're firing on all cylinders. Like, they just looked like the better team.
0: They 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 do they looked unbeatable. But you know there was a lot of murmurs that like, hey maybe maybe they're not the best team, right? They're just the best team in that tournament. Maybe like the more EU teams are are stronger, and they they talked about it. Shazam has talked about how the EU teams were like very they're overall stronger than NA. And and I'm I'm quite interested because we didn't get to see FPX play. We didn't get to see uh, Gambit play or any of the CIS teams. We didn't get to see uh, even, like, G2 play with Mixwell because Mixwell is sick, too. He has an amazing CSGO background. But to circle back to Tens, Tens like, we know that he has a history of, like, just, you know, really cracking mentally under pressure. But, you know, he's a little older now. He's a little more mature. And it seems like uh, with age comes with, uh, well, clearly – a ton of maturity and ton of mental strength. This guy, this guy's the MVP. There had to be an MVP of this tournament. This guy had to be it. Cause he was always top bragging or near top bragging on every map on his team. And no one can control him. No, like he's the fastest aimer of all time in, in this game at the moment. And then the biggest talk about tens is that that bio, right? Did they, they finally bought him out. Sandals finally bought him out from C9. Now my, my issue is like, did, they, they, they didn't, like, the team didn't know until after Reykjavik, but you mentioned uh, to me privately about under-the-table under, under the table deals. Tell me more about that, because I, how does that work? Like, how do you just not tell your team that you signed the best player in the world of Valorant under the table? Like, this is crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, for those of you, this is our first official episode, our first pilot episode. We did record a little... Little teaser just to show a couple of people and we had talked about the fact that I had personally thought tens had already been bought out, the plans were already set in stone under the table, and looks like I, I was pretty correct. Um they bought him out for one point two five million.
0: He's he's not only the most expensive player in Valorant, he's one of the most expensive contracts in esports ever.
1: He's a good player, but he's also a content creator, and he has that celebrity yeah. status. And it w- it would have been dumb of Sentinels not to buy him out. They could not afford to not buy him out at this really? point. Really? Why it was it's it's one of those things. They'd be they'd be wasting their money if they didn't buy him out.
0: Really? You think 1.25 million is worth it for tens?
1: I think they'll make it back pretty quick, especially you, if you, if they what? win all the valor. Because here's the thing: if they go on a heater with him and win out the next couple of tourneys... Sponsors that the winnings, it'll all pay itself out.
0: Like for a lot of people who don't know, Ten's value isn't the fact that he's the best player in the world. That just made it more like that's a push to over the million. But what make what makes 10 super valuable is that he's an influencer and that means he they uh Senators can leverage his analytics to sponsors to get more money. And he brings a lot of value because he's super family friendly. Uh, he's very personable. He's he's just really he's just, like if you watch a 10 stream, you're like, wow. I feel like he's just so down to earth. You feel really attached to him, and that's why he gets like ten thousand viewers like every stream. And that's where the that's where his most of his value comes from. They're gonna make that money back fairly quickly if if the if this sentinel dominance keeps happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that and that's the big thing we gotta look for. Like obviously, like you said, Gambit and FPX weren't able to make it. And it's one of those things, would that have made a difference overall in Masters? And as we see more international play, is it going to make a difference? Are Sentinels going to be the dominant team? Is it going to be an NA supremacy? You don't know. Like, you know, EU could come out of nowhere. Hell, even Korea or Brazil might find a powerhouse team. And who knows? We might see some huge roster changes after this that you know, like uh, you were telling me. It's a rumored, Boaster, he's gonna be leaving Fnatic.
0: He might be leaving Fnatic. Yeah, he. Well, people were trying to buy him out because his his strats were insane. He's the second. He's one of the best uh, in game leaders in the world, second to Shazam, clearly, right? So it's like If Europe, if Europe wants to make a powerhouse and make a, a run for it, like he he should be the guy because remember his history is incredible. This guy goes unsponsored in Valorant with Summon FC. And he does so well with Summon FC. Fnatic picks him up. And they drop two of his teammates and pick up Durka and, I think, uh, another another European player. But that, that's not native to Britain. So it was like, it's insane. And then they do they literally do amazing. They got second place at Masters. That's And they beat so many other teams but Sentinel. Yeah, that's they, they definitely, only definitely not that something
1: game. to look over. Like, second place yeah. is still... I mean, the first international event... That is not something to look at, like, lightly. No.
0: The thing about this is, like, talking about contracts and buying them out. Like, like I I overheard how, like, back in the day, CSGO contracts were, like, basically contract jails. And old esports teams would try to sign you early on when you're 18, 19, just, just barely legal. And then trick you into, like, trapping you into this, like, stupid contract. And you have experience because you... You've edited for so many CSGO teams. You're, you've been you've been basically just in that CS, CSGO scene. Like, when Sean Garris talked about contract jail, and he talked about how, like, at the time, TENS couldn't get out because he signed a shitty contract when he was, like, 17, 18. Like, how do you feel? Should should there be, when you're up until you're 19 or 20, should there be some, some like, guardian or lawyer to look over your contract? Because I think... In sports, there is, right? There's there's an agent that looks over your contract. But, like, when you're 17 and you're fresh and C9 wants to, like, sign you, like, there's no agency to protect you, right?
1: Yeah, and that that's the big thing. Like, there, it is tough because we've seen a lot of players, in it, probably in every game, where they, you know, they don't want to play anymore or the team wants to drop them, but they're still under contract jail. And they sit on the bench and they sit on the bench, but no plans of actually bringing them in again and they're just stuck all they're forced to do is stream and wait for a team to maybe pay their buyout and the thing is if it's a big org and they're their sponsors and they let's say they have big sponsors that adds on and adds on and adds on and it could be too much you know this player might be supposed to be tier one maybe he's performing like tier two and a team wants to pick him up for a tier two no way is a tier two team going to be able to afford to buy him out now because he's under a tier one or uh, sorry a tier one contract now he's stuck. And and that's the thing. That's what we saw with Tense. Tense originally stuck under Cloud9. Yeah. And you know, he sat streaming. And it's tough because Cloud9 have to like it's a business side of things where it's like Cloud9 have to get their money out. And it's on both parties. Yeah. Cloud9 are a little at fault for making the contract so long with somebody so young. I do think it needs to be changed. But at the same time, like you said, I do think there needs to be something in place for young players to have somebody look over their shoulder, almost as a guardian round table, where yeah. even if it's older players and older players can be like, oh, you don't want this on your contract. And then the lawyers come in and have a look at it as well and go, yeah, he's right. You don't want that. And that's the thing. Don't get excited. Like, and that's the thing. People will get excited when they get e- their first esports contract or first tier yeah. one esports contract. They'll, they'll sign it instantly. They won't even read all the small print and it, you have to. It it sucks, but you have to, especially when you're so excited to be like, oh my God, Cloud9. Like, I used to watch yeah. Cloud9 and yeah. if I was 18 and got, I offered the shittiest Cloud9 contract, I would take you it would in take a heartbeat.
0: It. Yeah, you would take it because you, you, when you're a kid and you're like, I can make a living from playing video games, like, you don't think about anything else. Your world is just that, right? And then like, like Jack Etienne comes in he's like, I think I could make a million dollars off this kid. And he's going to come in, snatch you, and be like, hey, buddy, I got you. You're uh, the $30,000 contract a year. You can sign this, and uh, you'll be on cloud Nine, and you'll take it. You'll take it because at the time, like, Jack Etienne sees you as like potent- your potential, right? Yeah. And in the case of Tents, like, like, it's a dirty side of business because G2 does this as well, right? They, they farm like players, they sell players to make more money, right? And that, unfortunately, that's just, it sucks, but like, I feel like,
1: it's Man, business.
0: Like it's business, right? It's a it's the dirtiest side of esports, really. Contracts and like how the how the back end money works, but. yeah.
1: And that, and that yeah. that like 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 what you already covered, but that is on both parties. Like we okay. need to stop giving younger kids long-term co- contracts. But younger kids also need to be the ones to put their foot forward. You just have to if you are young and wanting to get into esports, e- don't be afraid to fight back. Trust me. Yeah. They want you. They don't want that contract. They want you. You do have pushing ability. Everybody has pushing ability when it comes to contract.
0: This is a really controversial subject, but uh, I was I was watching going through the YouTube Hive, right? And I got shouts to this algorithm, but I got this clip of Sinatra, unfortunately, uh, breaking down about Shazam's chat harassing Shazam for playing with them, and it, it's a it's a little controversial because we don't the investigation with Sinatra hasn't ended yet. Yeah. At all. Like it hasn't, right? Like we don't know what's going on with it. From my point of view, from a business point of view, from a chat point of view, from a fan point
1: of view, I think Sinatra should have taken a much longer break. I understand yeah. video games are your life. As all of us here and all of us watching, we all play video games. We all love esports. Yeah. but you should have just stayed under. I think until it all fully blows over, look at people like Dr. Disrespect who go MIA nothing on Twitter, nothing. And you, had, you did start that, but then you came back. And I think it was the play would just be play low, wait for the officials, wait for the investigation. And then you're good. If it goes in your favor, come back.
0: It it sucks because like, uh, it, it's a situation where, uh, unfortunately a woman often get taken advantage of. Right. And, and it, to have that an accusation like that it it's very severe uh, for both parties, both the victim and the the uh the person being accused and what seeing him still break down seeing that human element um it's hard to not pity him but at the same time it's like hey like you kind of got put like you put yourself in that situation like in a way right so yeah. it's like like until things blow over like you, you can't like you can't be showing your face up yet, right? Especially like you, you, if, you gotta trust your lawyer, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially, though, the fact that he wouldn't cooperate with with Riot. I mean, you don't yeah. help yourself there. The fact you wouldn't cooperate right. with the investigation, you can't blame people for still not trusting you because, you know, you caught a six-month ban because you wouldn't cooperate with Riot, so they've deemed you guilty. I understand your lawyers may have told you different, but... You know, you could at least keep them in the loop if you want to come back to competitive play, I think.
0: Yeah, like, and the fact that you didn't cooperate with the investigation of Riot, it's, uh, it's not a good <laughs> thing. You know what? I got to cut this episode short because we're going to talk over our time limit. Uh, Dude, talking violent has always been fun with you, Scooter. Uh, Can't wait for the next episode. Guys, if you like what you're hearing today, please subscribe and leave a comment if you want to hear more. Tell us how we're doing. That would be awesome. This has been the first episode of refrag there'll be plenty more to come check it out guys
1: yeah we're excited to bring you this content if you want to stay up to date with everything that we're doing don't forget to follow us on twitter at the refrag tv
0: bing